0: Definitely subscribe on YouTube. Once we get hundred followers, I will eat uh, sugar grits live on the podcast. So I was just about
1: to I don't
0: to have any health issues.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell Obama, care?
0: <laughs> Yo, what's good? It's your boy Southbury Seven Hundred Six. This is KTSE App Episode Sixty Nine, where we don't do nothing; we just kick it. Nice. Uh, we have our illustrious. Yes. Nice. We have our illustrious host, uh, Marcus Sniffles. Uh, AC3 Savage, which I'm praying for him because it's display name on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, definitely subscribe. It's me so horny. And then we have uh, the legend, uh, the ox DJ, uh, Tribbles. Just kind of like a, kind of like a, what, Drake, you know, it's Tribbles. One word, one name. You know what just saying? Say like, it. It's just Tribbles, you know, you know, we need two tribbles. names. All right. We'll see y'all.
3: See, I'm just, I'm just out here just being sexy as I'm supposed to be. Way too sexy oh, out here. Way
1: too sexy. Oh, I'm just living my life right with Christ down the land, you
3: know. Yeah,
0: you know. I'm, I'm a COB, a uh, Christ-loving boy. So shout out to my, my Christians out there that are loving uh, <laughs> the gospel that uh, our Lord and Savior Kanye is giving to us via Donda. Mr. Savage, how's life? Or just staring to the camera like you're on crack. Okay, Anywho, uh, so it's been what's wrong with you? Hey, if you're watching YouTube, Jesus Christ. Just
1: pray pray for him.
0: Yeah. I don't know what he's doing.
1: stream Donda. I don't
0: know what. Like, I don't know if he's that muted or I don't know. Anyways, so yes, this is a very uh, good week in music, depending on which side of the aisle you're on. If you're a a Drake uh, stand or you're you're in the Kanye West cult, as it's been called, music has been dropping. There's been a lot of uh, discourse on the internets um, about these two artists, very polarizing. There's been a kind of a pseudo beef going on. Allegedly, Kanye was waiting to drop with Drake drop. That was Marxist prediction. There's a lot of people predicting that. Um, The the reasons didn't really make sense because... I mean, Drake has nothing to lose by Kanye dropping, but Kanye does or does not. I don't know. Either way, both artists did great numbers. Um, we'll start with Donda, because chronologically, that's what came out first. There's a lot of anticipation from the Apple performances, uh, hearing the live versions of these songs at the Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta. A lot of merch was sold. He was fomenting a lot of excitement amongst the masses. Uh, I personally did not watch any of those uh those uh showings Sorry. i'm one of those people that want to hear the finished product because with kanye west mm-hmm. you never know one day it might be on the album the next day it might not be on the album there might be verses missing it might be remixes stuff might be changed engineering wise so i'm like you know what i'll let you guys have the hype on the internet you know saying let me see the finished product so the finished product came out and we, we will start with tribbles mm. uh, i would like to get your perspective of the the, the, the what is this the 10th album donda which is uh, did great numbers. I think it did three hundred four thousand in its first week. So shout out to Kanye. Hey, yeah, that's dope.
1: That's a, That's a that's huge, actually. I mean, in this for a era. gospel
0: album for a gospel yeah, album
1: for a gospel. Album. So I am too like you. I did not watch the Apple Music things. Like I'm at a point now is where I just want you to drop the music. Like for an example, not to bring up Cole, but like Cole was just like he made a, made a statement the next week we had music like it, it you know he had his own little ba- the basketball thing was like promotion and all that but like i just wanted the music and so with kanye when i found out there was a second one i was like oh this nigga's about to go like all over like at least a ten city tour <laughs> with this with this product and then get it put the album at the end but um when i heard the album i i knew it was going to be a gospel album so let me start there but i thought we were going to let the word nigga fly so I press play and I'm like, listening. I'm like, okay. But I hear like they're bleeping out words and shit. I'm like, wait, why did they only release the clean version? So I, I tweet, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is the explicit version? Niggas like, you're not getting no explicit version of this. So once I came to the realization that I would not hear nigga and all the other explicits that kind of sli- uh, slipped in there, um, it was pretty good. Like first listen like off the grid jumped out at me i i, I played that like 3 times before i kept going through on my first listen like songs stood out i felt like i don't know what mode kanye was in so i don't know how to listen to it like i don't think it's a bad album but i haven't sonically figured out what he's trying to do like it's it's not as simple as this is just another gospel like another gospel album like i felt like Jesus is king is totally different but both people would consider those to be gospel rap albums so yeah not not bad not a bad album it hasn't like got me to a point where i'm like "Oh, this fucking kanye i'm like this is just some good shit that came out but but i also know it's like other good albums that i probably put above it right now
3: i thought it was something different uh i i too did not watch the live streams because i'm old and washed and didn't want to stay up and watch that stuff and like like y'all are saying like when it comes to kanye like he can he's he changes his mind he changes ideas he gets inspired and he you know things become different so i'm of the mindset of when it's on apple music or title or spotify or whatever then that means it's done Mixed, mastered, all that stuff is going to be exactly the way he wants it to sound. So that's how I want to hear it. Like, I'm not one that uh, is into listening to leaks or, like, getting stuff early. Like, I like to listen to it uh, when it's properly out. So, and I I listened to this. I listened. I had to, when I found that it was out because it came out on a Sunday, uh, which is something that never happens, I uh, had to get off Twitter to not be, you know, I guess swayed or had my judgment clouded. But I liked it off of the first listen. I thought there were some really strong songs. The production was on point. Um, I think the message kind of got a little um, cluttered with all the voices on there. But it's a good album. It's a really good album. I liked it.
2: I think it's another great album from Mr. West. Um, there's definitely some songs on there that are just outer worldly. Um, the, the way that he remixed um, the Lauren Hill track uh, with the uh, doo-wop. Um, I was really scared when he did that because that is such an iconic song in general. Um, and so the level of diff- difficulty that it'll take to be able to redo that song and put your own mix on it is an extremely difficult task. And I felt like he did a great job of doing that, probably better than anyone that I thought. <clears throat> anyone else could have that I thought, um, which that is believe what I say. Other song, Hurricane, A1 Kanye West. I don't care if it's gospel, I don't care if it's cursing.
1: Talk not. about
2: it, talk it, about it's a, it. It's a beautiful song. I love the features. Um, if you don't know what's going on in this world right now, and I don't care what album you're listening to. If Lil baby is on it, it's it's a slam dunk every time. Him and Dirt are running the game from this perspective. Like I know we're going to give up our you know our props to the other brother who dropped CLB, um, and you know any other high end rapper, your Kendrick Lamar's, uh, your J Cole's, or anybody like that. But I am really excited to see uh, the future and what it holds for Lil baby and um, his next project. I hope that he can receive some of these features that he's doing back. Because man, anything he touches is like just it's gold. He has the minus touch. Um, I uh, was a highly, highly emotional song. Jesus Lord part one and two. Once again, the production is classic Kanye West. Sonically, it's it's appeasing to me. Um, I like the storytelling. I mean, even without all the cursing in it, um, on part two, where you have Styles P, you have Kiss on it. And it's just loaded with features. All the features make sense. Um, For some reason, I don't know why, I love Jail. And believe it or not, and this was a a hot take. I know we've been dragging Dubaby a lot and saying he's always on the same beats. His flow pattern is the same. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. On Jail Part 2, it it was really refreshing. It sounded really good to hear him on a Kanye beat. So, I mean, I I was even like kind of, and I'll make a hot take. His verse was a little hotter than Jay's verse on the song, just to be honest with you. So, all in all, I think. Mm, Triples are like that. It, it <laughs> not like it, and it's cool. You know, people are entitled <laughs> to their opinion. Music is uh, subjective. Yes. A brother today told me, uh, actually, earlier in the week, told me Daytona was a classic, and I didn't think that was a classic, but we're not going to talk about this yet. We'll talk about that in our classic statement right. uh, segment later. But I felt like this was a really good album for him. I didn't really like the Ye album or Ye album The Winning in Wyoming. Um Jesus is King, I only took like maybe a song or two from it. Um, but this album was really good. Like this was maybe a tick below T Lop in, in that in that perspective. It's another great album for Kanye.
3: I thought when I listened to Goosebumps, or not Goosebumps, when I listened to uh, Hurricane the first time, like I don't know what it is with Kanye West, but he does get the best out of every artist that he works with. Like, uh, like you said, with the baby, like, I'm not a fan of the, of the baby's music. I think it's pretty redundant. I think it's pretty, pretty much the same. But on, on Donda, I was like, wow, I've never really heard him like this. He sounds like he's kind of inspired. It sounds like he's trying because Kanye wants to do that to you. Like he's told Jay-Z to rewrite verses. He's told Nicki Minaj to rewrite verses. He's told Rick Ross to rewrite verses. So he has no problem being like, hey, the baby, do better on this. But like what he did on Hurricane with The Weeknd, every time I hear the beginning of him singing and like the music falls out and he's just him, like I get goosebumps every time. I'm just like, I don't know how he's doing this. Like Kanye West is a musical genius. Like there's no dancing around that, like you can say every, you can question all his outside stuff, what he thinks and how he talks and how he presents himself and promotes his music and does all these other uh, rants and ranting and raving and all that stuff. But when it comes to Strictly, and this is where I stay with him, when it comes to Strictly, the music and what he does, and he is engaged, because he clearly wasn't engaged in a couple of those albums during his like, the seven track stuff, like he wasn't engaged in all those. But when it comes to this, when he is locked in and ready to go, you can't stop him. You I, can't just stop wanna, I just wanna
1: I just want to come into debate the the, the Yay album. Like I feel like he was locked in. Like certain I mean to me it wasn't a cohesive project. I think it was a lot of like grabbing, you know, different sounds and putting them into one album. So it wasn't a complete feel of an album. But I'm like, you go into some of those songs, like uh ghost, I think it's ghost part one. Ghost town Is that called
3: ghost?
1: Ghost, ghost town, town. yep. Yeah. Ghost Town with Kid Cudi. like. How do you how do you say like that? Well, I'm not
3: I'm saying I'm not saying the songs are bad, but it just didn't seem it wasn't a fully fleshed out idea because like even if you listen, look at Daytona, like Pusha T said, like, hey, I had more songs that I wanted to do, and Kanye was like, no, I'm doing this seven song thing. The whatever happened with Tiana Taylor's album, just I didn't like that that much, and then with Nas, it just kind of seemed like the same thing with Pusha T, where it's just like he didn't give him the best that he could do. And, like, I feel like Nas needs more than seven songs to really to get to where he's trying to go. And maybe they just didn't pick the best seven songs. But I've, that's, that's a lot to ask for, for anybody. Even someone like Kanye West to be like, hey, for the next four weeks, you got to put out four different albums from four different artists, seven songs each. Like, that's that's a lot for anybody to do. So I don't I don't blame him. I wouldn't have done that. I would not have advised him to do that either. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't do that, dog. Like, work on Daytona. When that is done, we will move on to Nas. When that is done, we'll move on to you. When that's done, we'll move on to you and Cuddy. When that is done, we'll move on to Tiana Taylor, and then so on and so forth. But that—that's all I mean by it. not locked in. It's okay. just that's a lot okay, to trouble. I just—I
1: just, I just didn't want it to get muddy that it wasn't substance on that.
3: No, nah, nah, like if you listen to it, it sounds good. Like it's always—he's he, not going to make music that sounds bad, except for. uh Find your love on Drake's debut album because that <laughs> <song> sucks. <laughs> Please.
1: Please.
3: I don't know if we're gonna get into that, but I feel like that's where the beef stems from. Cause if I was Drake, you, I mean
1: honestly you'd have to
3: yeah. see me about that, dog. Like really? Like, why would you talk me into this? Yeah. Out of everything you have, this is the one that you're put hey, hey. one you're gonna fight for? <laughs> mm. Terrible. Absolutely mm. terrible.
2: I'd say one of the worst things that could have happened, and this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but there's a track that is now going to go down in, in infamy and in history as being missing from the Donda project. Oh, yeah. But, geez, Louise, that Life of the Party.
3: Uh, that look, verse look, look, from hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, one. One. Let's, I'm not going
2: to discuss let's. the whole thing, but it did leave me wanting more. Like, You know what? Maybe some of these Part 2s could have went away. Maybe they could have redid a verse in this way, but I, I I want that, I want more three k. That's my point on that.
1: We can we can go deeper later, um, because I don't know, because we need to talk about integrity, just integrity in music.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know if there's any any of that. Uh, I think one thing that that did get me on Donda was the amount of features that it had, and. Kanye kind of is not an artist who will stray away from features, whether it be from rappers or producers. Mm-hmm. But I felt like an album named after your your mom that passed away, I feel like that should have more of a singular voice. I'm not not saying you should have no features, but I feel like you shouldn't be like overshadowed by some of them. Because there was a couple of songs. I think the song with uh Five O and um Playboy Cardi. That was mm-hmm. pretty much that was pretty much their song. They took that over. Um, there's hella hella features on this this album, and this is not something that Kanye. This is not new to Kanye West. Like you listen to College Dropout, Late Registration, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Hella features on those two, and those are all you know classics. If you you know maybe College Dropout is debatable. I don't know. They're all classics. So like I, I just feel like it should have been more. Uh, it should have been more centered on that and not so muddied with all the extra voices around it. And I'm like, oh. when I listened to it, I was like, these songs aren't bad, but it's just like it was unnecessary. Some of these songs were unnecessary and didn't need to need to be on there.
1: I agree with that 100% because I was, ex- I mean, not, again, not saying that the album was not personal, but I felt like it was going to take a different perspective. It was going to be more of him, but I kind of like muddy that with like Andre 3000. Cause you know, we spoke about him. Like he put out an EP for his mom and I'm like, Oh shit. I'm about to hear Andre rapping. And it's that nigga in there playing a the flute. So it was I'll, take, good. I'll take a mama, a mama dedicated album with a couple features over flute any day. So
0: Well, <clears throat> But let me get my quick perspective on Donda. I guess since I've been accused multiple times on this podcast and on Twitter of being a Kanye West fan, a loyalist, Um, I show favoritism, extreme bias, which again, all of my music streaming apps will tell you otherwise. Like I barely ever listen to Kanye West. Like barely ever. I listen to shit. Vince Staples is probably the artist I've listened to the most as of recently. So, but anywho yeah so i tweeted out initially when it came out like yo if you follow me on twitter if you listen to me on the podcast you know at this point in my life i'm not here for albums that are longer than like 45 minutes so immediately when i saw the 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 track listing and how long it was it gave me some concern i was like "Eh, i don't know about all this an hour and 48 minutes that's a long time like I can listen to Ben Staples album like six times in that amount of time and know it's going to be fire every single time. Right. So, all right. I didn't rush to it. Um, I had to wait till I had time to actually sit down and absorb the music. I don't want to be rushing onto the store or working out or anything like that. I just want to have time to really listen to it because, again, at this point in the internet, you have to have your hot takes ready. You got to be heavily scrutinizing everything. So... <clears throat> Um, I listened to it. I'm not gonna lie, when it started, the Donda chant kind of threw me off. I'm like, oh no. This is
3: I skip that every time. I was just play the first time I heard it, I was
1: like, I don't need that. Like,
0: I was like, Yep, the slander, I already see it. It's about to go down the internet, but after that, it, it started out pretty good. Like it's it's a solid album. Um at this point when listening to music, the way I kind of judge it is uh, based on how many songs in the album I thought my playlist upon immediately hearing it. And so far off of pretty much one and a half listens, I threw, uh, you know, I got I got three songs on there right now. So percentage wise, that's not great. But the album still flows. Um, I feel like I would have to kind of sequence a little bit different as far as taking out some of the tracks, because again, it is a behemoth of an album with 27 tracks on there. Um, but, yeah, I, it's it's great. Um, I don't think it's something I'm going to play a lot, to be honest. Um, at this point, with Kanye West, kind of like, uh, you know, you just got to take what it is. It, it kind of made me want to listen to TLOP, if that makes sense. Like, I don't agree with Adolphus at all. I don't think this is better than TLOP, not even close. Uh, with Tribbles
3: – I do feel like if you, if you like – if you like the life of Pablo and you like Yeezus, I think you'll like Donda. But if you don't like those two albums, I don't feel like you're gonna like Donda. I think they're kind of been the same thing. So I said or.
2: it's a tick below TLOP.
0: <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I mm, I think it's more than a tick below, and, and kind of what Tribble said with the whole like not cursing thing. Like, it's one of those things where uh, Ye has done it before, like with Yeezus. Not Yeezus. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, breaks. Oof, oof. Um, yeah with the anyways and heartbreaks um there was no cursing on that album at all and it was still like a classic album in my opinion it was still great mm-hmm. um but with this it was kind of like if you're not gonna it's kind of weird to have an album with no cursing but like the content at some points is kind of aggressive like you got members of Griselda on there you got you know <laughs> members from d block on there you got you got a little baby, you know what I'm saying? You got the baby, like their, their content isn't really like that. So the idea is kind of cool and kind of great. Like Marcus said that yay can get this out of people like, Hey, I am bring this trap rapper in and have him not rapping about anything that he normally raps about. It still sound good, but it was kind of, kind of strange. I kind of wish you did have the option to get both versions. Cause even with like albums I have now, like I know that it doesn't really change that much when they're not cursing, but it just throws you off. It's like I know a curse word is supposed to be right here, and then it's not there. I'm like, ah, let me it's like
1: psychological. It's I mean, yeah, it doesn't. Take, I'm not a kid. Yeah, I feel, like, <laughs> yo, I feel like when I went, when I finally got through it through the album, it didn't really take away from the album. But I'm like, yo, if you just sprinkle the right curse word right there, like it may take this shit to a whole different level than it's already. Yeah, done. like it, so, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's it's my personal critique, but like I said, like I've been listening to explicit music since I was a kid. Like I don't clean music, I don't try to listen to clean music and let, you know.
3: The the but. difference between like this and eight oh eights is like Donda is edited. You know what I'm saying? It's an edited album. 808s and Heartbreak, he just didn't curse at all. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, I'm going to say this word and I'm just gonna edit it out. And that's that's the part where that that threw me off too when it was edited. I'm like, like what verse is what what version am I listening to? Like I'm i'm not used to hearing music that way you know what i'm saying because like like triple said we we're all adults we've all been listening to curse words and albums for a long time so to hear a to to hear you know conway or young thug or any of them like any guys like that rapping and then it gets edited out you're just like whoa what what are we doing like it's just it's hard to, to hear and it's hard to get used to
0: well i mean for for everything that went on just this being a gospel album it did debut is number one so that's
3: well there's some there's some legitimate like gospel songs on like 24 that's a legitimate like if you just put that on in church everybody's like yeah we're we're gonna get up we're gonna pass the plate around on this one
0: yeah yeah and, and that's kind of the i guess the i don't want to say duality because Connie West is kind of just doing the the non-cursing thing i guess which i don't know if he's gonna tour this album i don't know if it's gonna work if he's gonna do any of his old music he already but, did Okay. Well, he got I, he got
3: twelve million dollars off of that. That's he already okay, did it.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> fair enough. But I, I honestly, man, I'm not going to go with the the hot takes. Uh, I know Marcus was slandering my favorite podcaster right now, uh Mr. Joe Button.
3: Deserved. I, deserved. Think
0: it, I think it was out of context. Right. It
3: wasn't. I listened to that. I listened to this segment. It was on YouTube. I listened. I watched the entire thing. It was a bad take. Look, it was a bad so, take.
1: What was
3: so it? It was an irresponsible take, I'll say that. Okay, what did he say? Yeah, what did
1: he say? Yeah, what did he say?
3: They were talking about the album, and the guy that's off camera that I that I questioned before, I'm like, Why is he talking so much? He's off camera. But anyway, the guy that's off camera Parks. Parks. Yeah. So he said, he was like, Yeah, I listened to it one time, you know, I thought it was whatever, whatever, and they kept talking about it. And then when they were like, Well, you know, what did you think about it? He was like, Oh, it's a masterpiece. I was like, what? Okay. Of one listen you okay. call you're calling it a mess. Hang on. How many people listen to the Joe Budden podcast cuz that's a big podcast. I'm not it's saying it's like Joe Rogan big, But but it does shift hip hop and music conversations on Twitter when it comes out cuz I have seen it happen where people stand firm on what they think <sighs> and uh, and what they believe in about a song and then like I guess on Thursdays or Sundays, all of a sudden their tune changes because Joe Budden and them say something completely different. So now it's like, well, now I now I kind of agree with what, him, what he's saying. So now you got this guy who's not even on camera talking about, oh, I listened to it one time. This shit is a masterpiece. Okay, you can listen to it one time and be like, hey, I like this. You can listen to it one time and be like, hey, it's great. You listen to an album with 27 songs, an hour and 49 minutes, and you're going to tell me that you digested all of that and were able to think of every masterpiece you've ever heard of and say like, you know what, this is on par with those. I don't believe. Yeah.
0: It. I, I don't believe. Let, let me agree. let me shoot. Let me shoot them some bail.
3: Shout out them.
0: So w- the next part of that segment was is that the rating that they both gave the album was an eight point five, right? You can't that, give
3: a masterpiece an eight point yeah, 5. five. It doesn't work like that.
0: What I would say is you're getting two different perspectives, right? You can rank stuff and have different opinions, right? Like some people may say, oh, this Picasso painting is a masterpiece. But like the untrained ear, the lame untrained eye might be like, yo, this, I don't know what's going on with this. And you have to give them a a different, the different, uh, they have a different perspective. Both musicians and Parks is an engineer who's been engineering music for probably the better part of a decade. Same with Yeezus, like he's one of the people that likes Yeezus, like myself, who enjoy music production. We're going to view that different than the average person. I love Yeezus. Yeezus is pretty cool to me. Would just because I like it, the different sounds.
1: What a, classic. Yeezus rank is a it,
3: classic! Rank it a ten if it's a masterpiece. Then why are you giving it an eight point five? Well, also, never mind. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying there's I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having <laughs> <Hashtag> having entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having. Dreams with having your mind like like change your mind when you get presented with a with new information and a different perspective because like you said like joe budden is or he's a former rapper he's in the music industry he kind of knows things that we're not going to know parks i guess is an engineer so he knows some things that we're not going to know so they might have a different perspective on on music and lyrics and more insight on things that maybe we didn't catch i understand changing your mind on that but when you're coming on twitter talking about like Oh, I didn't like Donda. It sounds bad. This music is ass. I had to turn it off after after three songs. And then come what day is it? Sunday? Come Sunday. Whenever the Joe Button podcast comes out, you talking about, oh, this shit is great. This is a beautiful album. I love like that's where I have a problem. And I feel like people do that a lot too.
0: Yeah, that that's true. But I mean, I, I do get some additional perspective. Like I don't necessarily that's fine. that's, that's my opinion, cool.
1: But can I I, mean? also, go ahead i, I want to ask marcus this because i don't want to say like i've had my opinion shifted via joe button but sometimes like like y'all both are saying they have this insight like sometimes joe is breaking stuff down or he yeah. hears it in a different way he hears a bar in a different way and now this bar clicks so now you go back to this song and it's like oh you're saying this okay i get why you said this so now this song is not as ass as i thought I just didn't understand what this rapper was saying because I'm not in tune with what's going on. So I think I don't I mean, I agree with you on people definitely doing 180s. But I do think I like people taking the opportunity to kind of listen to what somebody says with with a little bit more like a little bit. I don't say a little bit more knowledge because people that don't rap or, you know, have Grammys or whatever can still pass on this same knowledge, but I'm like, it's just also insightful too. Like it's a way, it's another way to listen to music. I don't, I think we all listen to music differently. And it's just another perspective to try to listen to music that way.
3: And I guess it comes to the, comes back to like Twitter, the hot take. I got to get my thoughts out there quickly. I got to let people know immediately what I think about this. So. Off of the first listen, like, if for me, when I started hearing that Donna thing, I'm like, oh, this shit's, nah, this ain't. And if I was was on Twitter while I was listening to it, I'd have been like, yo, I don't like this. And people would have just took that, maybe. I'm not saying, like, you know, my opinion matters that much, but it could be a thing where people see that tweet, and they're just like, well, I guess I'm probably not going to be into it either. He He does, he's not liking it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, listen to the music. Try to listen to it without social media. Influencing you and like trying to figure out more like what you're listening to and just try to just do that and then go like i'll listen to an album like a few times and then i'll go out and i'll look for album reviews i will go to different websites i go to different channels and go like, okay so what did these people say about it what maybe i missed something because when i listened to donda first listen i liked it second listen i liked it a little bit more i feel like i've liked it the more i've listened to it So when I go to a different uh, YouTube channel and hear their reviews about it and they say something that I might not have caught, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, I understand that. But it's they're not changing if I liked it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like they might inform me on some things. It might give me more background, more understanding. But it's not going to be a thing where they're going to change my opinion on an album like I, I listen to it. I know what I like and what I don't like. I either liked it or I didn't.
0: Fair enough. That's
2: a good take. I I did want to speak on the masterpiece piece for a second. Sorry I had to run and drain the dragon real quick. Yikes. But (sighs) the fuck is calling me? I'm so sorry. Hold up. You know what? Forget them. What I wanted (laughs) to say about that was to me, I mean, it goes into something I do want to bring up in a little bit, and that's about classic album, great album, good album, mid, trash, garbage, whatever. Like to me, just because you hear like a couple of good things on an album, at the end of the day, Donda's 27 tracks long. When it first dropped out, it was 26. Classic, a lot of them need to be really good songs for me to say that something is a classic. Um, I do agree that there are some songs that are on Donda that I think are phenomenal. But it's like I feel like oftentimes nowadays with social media, we are way too quick to throw that classic word around. And what it does is dilute the actual classics. The one thing that I will say is I was trying i task myself this week with asking multiple people, what was your last classic album, like real legit classic? I asked Marcus, who, you know, despite our differences uh, from a football perspective, <laughs> basketball, him still owing me a Golden State Warrior jersey. I asked him because I trust his musical takes. Hey, man, what was your last classic album? He told me his format. He gave me his album. I listened to it. I asked another great friend of mine, hey, what was your last classic album? They said the Rashad... Isaiah Rashad album uh, from 2016. So I went back. I listened to that. Um, I even asked South Breeze, hey, what was your last really great classic album? He told me Vincent Staples. I listened to that. And it's That's like... <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what would you like to say? Continue. No, I mean, I said that's why I said great. I don't know if it was classic, but you said great. I agree it was a really good album. The one song that you did say to look for, which was The Shining. It's a hey, great Shining.
0: hey Shining is hard.
2: Man. Yeah, it, it was real hard. It, it was a real definitely immediately added that to the playlist. Every but time. I feel like most of what everybody named was tracks and albums that had been out for a couple of years, at least a couple of months. like coming out and saying something's a classic after a few hours, a few days, a few weeks. That's strong. The one time I can ever remember saying that. And this is another South Reef thing. I remember where I was when he called me and told me about this young artist named Kendrick Lamar. And he told me, hey, man, you got to listen to this out. And I, I went on my lunch break, um, and I listened to Good Kid Man City. And from day one, I was like, this, this is a certified class. Like, this album is great through and through. Not heard an album like that since then where I can immediately say that. But I think with the things that, that a guy like a Parks is saying, like, it really – it waters down everything else if you're saying it's a masterpiece, like – Negro, do you not know, like, Picasso makes masterpieces. Like, and he's been dead for, you know, decades, centuries maybe. I'm not sure because one of them niggas died in the 70s. But I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on that. Like, do y'all think that we're in the times that we live in, we're so quick to kind of call things classic way before it's a timetable for it? Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Well, we'll get to that in one we We'll just wrap up uh, Donda real quick. And again, maybe he meant a masterpiece like musically, because it definitely was Even like with the that off
3: one listen. Era. No,
0: yeah. Kanye West is doing stuff musically that a lot of artists dream about doing. Like, Agreed. like you said, with with the fucking weekend. I'm not a big weekend fan. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But Hurricane is fire. I don't care if you don't like Kanye West or not. When that shit drops, like that shit is great. Like greatness, hey, you know, greatness.
1: greatness.
0: <laughs> Red He's Hat, it. all that shit. Kardashian drama, it don't matter. It, so don't, it don't matter. Just, just,
1: just plus, it's all just, about just play. the music. It's yeah, the fucking so, uh, music and how it hits you. When that shit drops, you, you don't see the shit. You don't see the fuck shit coming kind with of
0: you Yeah, so And, and that's, that's why I like
1: to just focus on the music.
0: And, that, and that's maybe kind of like with the perspective of something you can come from but um i again i would with with donna i'm gonna give us more listens because it is extremely long i'm probably gonna trim it Shit, probably like 10 songs i'll probably spit my 10 favorite songs that i'm gonna roll with that um but it is good i don't think it's better than t-lop um t-lop was pretty
3: great like wave
0: wave still goes to this day
3: i don't think i don't think it's a top tier kanye album i think it's absolutely in the the middle tier
2: it's got some top tier tracks on it though i ain't gonna
3: cap
1: but yeah. My thing is like Kanye's middle tier, and even some parts of his lower tier, like was washing a lot of other niggas.
3: Besides. Yeah, like I don't know, what what's what's his worst album? Like that's I'm not, I'm I'm not,
1: not. People,
0: people are gonna say Jesus, but then I would argue that it's not. No, like, you. you no, know, so gay.
1: great, you, and, that, and I feel like it might. Well, you know what? I can say overall, let's put it down there. But like, Yay would be in my personally. It'll be like in my mid. But okay. but you I would, will be at your bottom. That's at your mid. I will not say that on the podcast. I we have yeah, two so, podcast where I said it.
0: Well, we're we're see, and that's the thing, like you're you're comparing greatness and to I'm greatness. not gonna repeat
1: that three years later. So, you know, yeah, go yeah. back, subscribe <laughs> to the uh, <subscribe> <laughs> to get to well, you get the listenings up, and well, then when you find out, put it on the internet and then I gotta, you know, fight for my life.
3: Like like people people saying like, you know, uh LeBron fell off when he scored like twenty-six seven and five or something like that in the playoffs and it's just like man he fell off and like if DeMar DeRozan did that they'd be talking about him as a hall of fame player like for kind like it for Kanye West for like Jay-Z for Beyonce the the standard is so freaking high that your quote-unquote mid stuff or your bad albums are what people would people would kill for that would kill for that type of sound that type of uh Innovation, creativity, anything like as much as I don't like, you know, like the Kingdom Come or the Blueprint Twos. Like anybody else would take those albums in a heartbeat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying first, I want to get yeah.
2: controversial here for a second, if I can. I want to say, wait, you know, like Kingdom Come, what?
3: For Jay Z's standard, I feel like it's not on his standard, but his standard mm-hmm. for, for me is very high.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: But I if, like, it. like I said, if anybody else, if like Memphis Bleak did the same exact album with the same beats, same vert, like all of that. If just Jay-Z was like, hey, you know what? This is for you. You do this. I'm like, yo, Memphis Bleak is going in right now.
1: Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. But his
3: standard is different. Okay. All right. Adolphus, get your
0: takeoff.
1: Uh, okay.
2: Kanye West's bottom tier, if we exclude Ye or Yay, is late registration for me. Come on, friend. It, it's, it's late in. registration. <laughs> like that's the track. God. It's it's tracks on there. I do really God. like, but I go. I I don't go to that one as often as some of the other ones. That's
1: what I'm. And that's yeah, favorite. that's
2: probably the one
0: that. It's not a bad
1: is. album. I just don't go to
2: it. All. It's long.
1: How it how Marcus feels about Blueprint
0: Two? It's very. It's a very long. It seems very. It seems longer than it probably really is to me. But I, I that for, for
3: i'm looking at this track list y'all might be tripping right <laughs> okay it's, it's, I, I don't I, know, it's first weird. off
1: he doesn't have, let's start here he doesn't have a bad album so technically put, yes. his worst album is still shitting on a good number of niggas in the game so let's just yeah, let's yeah, start yeah, yeah. there let's let's clarify that before i I, sound I,
3: I think i know that i think the problem with late registration is what what gold digger did It's it's that it's gold digger right no, gold digger. I like gold digger. Nigga, that was a fire I song. I hate gold digger. Okay. I think the song. I think the song is good. It was just like it just got appropriated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's popular. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because if power. you like, I'm looking at the tracklist. You go from gold digger, drive slow, my way home, crack music, roses, bring me down, addictions, diamonds from Sierra Leone, we major. Like that's a sick run right there. I, I
0: think, think it's, it's the is. skits. I think it's the skits. I don't Maybe. think
3: it's the skits. It's just. For, for me, and then oh, he had yeah, touched yeah. the sky before that.
0: Well, heard heard him say single, touch the sky, single, gold digger, single, drive slow, single, mm-hmm. um, diamond Sierra Leone, single. That's 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 insane. That's, hey,
1: Mama was a low key. It was a B side. It was a B side style single because he did that a lot publicly, like live performances of that.
0: Yeah, twenty five percent of the album is about singles, and they all kind of went. So,
2: hey, I'm I, just giving my take. Like I said, my my reason for that is. I feel like my "Twisted Dark Fantasy" is my one. "Graduation" is my two, and this is just me. That's my one. I love "Graduation." It's All okay. these the only song are I don't like. Perfect
3: to me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm I in the same mind. way. There's no, there's no like. There yeah, is
1: nobody no, can throw me off with the ordering, in my opinion.
3: There, yeah. There's no for me. There's no good Kanye West album. Like there's like classic, fire, great you Know good mid trash, like it doesn't go below good for me. What Kanye was like, none of these albums are below that, so for sure. It, it just to, to kind of, I, I know we're not gonna stay long like, but uh, my bottom album is uh, graduation. I feel like there's more bad songs on that album than any other Kanye album, so I put that one. Let's,
1: yeah. <laughs> let's say it's this let's say graduation. As I as I continue to go back to it, I'm always in Kanye's as I can speak. Like, I I do a little bit more skipping. Like, I feel like some, although like Kanye's sound is always like far ahead. Like, uh, "Drunken Hot Girls still does not sound good to me. To it's me the Kanye.
3: worst song. This it is does not. Sound <laughs> <laughs> good. Bonds doesn't either. And they're right. They're wait, right and, next and to and each other.
1: Wayne saved that for
0: me. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I got I got to say I don't, I don't think "Drunken Hot Girls" was horrible, right? It's bad. But but I think I think I think it coupled with Barry Bonds makes it bad. Like the the placement is kind of weird. But what I think is hot take is that if Barry Bonds was a like an interlude, like a, not a full song, I think it'd have been fine. The whole full song made it bad. But if you just had like one verse and then next song, I think it'd be fine. Because the,
4: the, the beat, is fire. Like that's a fire. Like, beat. like if he had did what he did with Common on late
3: registration with My Way Home, if it was yeah, just, just just a, just, verse, a little,
0: just a quick bridge to the next song. Yes. Like
3: it was a fire yes. beat. Like keep it moving. We but need beat out of verses. Even even with that, like that's something that a lot of people aren't doing. Like Kanye West is like, yo, I'm going to on my album just give Common the space to do what he does right here. Who does that on my out? Al- like I'm, Kanye West is the most egotistical artist. Of all time, probably. And he's just like, you know what? I'm going to give Common this moment. I'm going to give him a fire-ass beat, and I'm going to let him cook real quick. I'm not even going to be on this shit.
0: He's so who does that? So real quick, welcome uh, Lowski to the podcast. I want, want you all to identify him if you're not watching on YouTube. Definitely subscribe on YouTube. Once we get 100 followers, I will eat uh, sugar grits live on the podcast. So. Don't do it anymore.
1: I don't have any health issues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should I tell Obamacare? <laughs> why
1: why are we putting sugar in grits like that? That's what? fucking
4: terrible, bro. It is fucking Go, terrible.
1: Y'all get some, get some cream of wheat. You know? hell, <laughs> or eat God. some
0: oatmeal. If you're no. going to put sugar in it, just eat
1: oatmeal. Oh, what the
4: hell? Yeah.
0: First of all, just the, the thought of cream of wheat makes me like dry heave. Like I almost want to throw up now. That shit is the no. That's eat fucking sugar. Fucking everybody calls well, <laughs> cream
4: of wheat is the ultimate slave food because I don't know no nigga in two thousand twenty one eating cream of wheat.
1: Anybody going sugar and to be eating uh, cream
4: of wheat in twenty twenty one. So uh, you're still on the fucking field to be eating cream of wheat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let me let me Pretty talk let, let me close out the the, uh, the the graduation talk real quick and then let uh, Losi get his takes on Donda real quick. So uh, side note, Park said the graduation was his favorite, kind you what's up, at the top of the list. So it's it's interesting where people kind of rank these, but again, you might be listening to it from a production standpoint. But when you go to a graduation, and this is where the, the kind of issue falls with Barry Bonds and Drunken and Hot Girls. So just imagine you erase those two songs, right? So you, go, you would go from essentially You Can't Tell Me Nothing to Flashing Lights, which is a huge, huge contrast. I love, I love flashing, flashing Lights. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love the song. What I'm saying is, is that going from Can't Tell Me Nothing straight to Flashing Lights, it seems it seems a bit heavy, right? So again, just get rid of Drunken Hot Girls. Do Barry Bonds as an interlude to kind of lighten the mood and then go deep and darken the flashing lights. That's what I think they should have done in retrospect. It makes sense. Make your, Make your little playlist. I promise you it works. Uh, Lowski, what are you, what are your thoughts on Donda?
4: I mean, I heard somebody, or I could be wrong. I don't want to name them names, but I might have heard somebody say that it wasn't a good album, but I like Donda. Twitter. I thought it was a pretty strong release from Kanye. You know, it's not a classic, but I thought, you know, listening to it, especially since it came out on Sunday, and I had plenty of time to listen to it over the week because I work super early in the mornings. I mean, minus a particular person's verse on a certain song is actually pretty good, but it could. Twenty six tracks is kind of long, and I'm not bad at it. I mean, the length isn't the problem. but I I am, I am. I am. It's could have pulled twenty. Damn, twenty seven. All right, bro. I mean, I probably could have took five tracks off it, and it still probably would have been a pretty good album. I could have
0: like, took ten off. You could take ten out. off. Damn i'll go oh, back
4: I no. mean, you know what i would say if okay okay seven. with the yachty and the 504 verse plus um i don't i can't think of the girl's name but on okay okay part two if all of that was one song and then if you took jesus lord part one off and just had part two plus those five tracks that i wanted to take off i think that would make it a better album so i'm up to seven tracks so like I said, I mean, I was fucking with it hard. Like bro. hurricane comes on,
0: bro. It's like yeah, that shit put me in a different mood. Yes, everybody. Again, everybody.
1: Man, that's what I'm saying. Everybody loves hurricanes.
0: You could play hurricanes in fucking Afghanistan. Maybe like, yeah, <laughs> this shit is fucking. This shit is great. <laughs> don't even know. Please, you gotta understand the language. Please. Like it, it, transcends language, bro. Like just play. Now, that
4: yeah, that shit, shit was. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was listening to it when I was at work, and I was like, God damn, bro, this shit made me wanna like just stop what i was doing and shed a tear because i was like damn hey because i wasn't even sure it was the weekend singing on there i had to look that shit up and i was like even with the gospel sample on there too i was like yeah this shit was sliding and i will say this i had made a hot take to uh marcus that certified level boy wasn't going to have anything harder than uh off the grid but i will say wait we're, we're, wait wait say that,
0: say we're, we're getting to that next we'll say the cob okay then.
4: All right, but I was saying that there was no song that he was going to drop that I was going to fuck with it, but there might be a couple tracks that he dropped that can fuck it
0: off the grid. So before we transition to Certified Lover Boy, uh, I know this is Jif. Uh, prison. She said that cream of wheat is <laughs> fucking delicious. <Yeah. laughs> what? Jail. Do they even sell that? They, same they do though. sell it. You, they... you want
4: to know who sells, cream, own, um, yeah, um, ben mean, ben sells cream of wheat? Fucking Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben sells cream of wheat. That's how you know that slave food. I thought, do they they have I thought a, I had
0: paper. Do they have the death penalty in her state? We need to, <laughs> we need to write my, <laughs> my local congressman and get this get it get the fuck out of here. That's just
1: <laughs> like, so like god
0: damn. All right. Anyways, certified lover boy. All right. Well I'll start first. I don't really have too much to say about certified lover boy. Uh, I'm still listening to it. Um, but it's kind of the same thing with Kanye West with a uh, Donda. Like when I heard the donda 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 donda, I saw the cover for Certified Lover Boy, and I was like, "Bruh, I'm like, is this what we're doing now? Like this is this is what this is what this has become, right? You know what though? Wait 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 no wait no no no. All right all right okay. All I could think about is like all the, the dirty people to be up super late at night now at like gas stations and waffle houses with like emoji pants and shirts. I was like, I was like, I was like Drake, you're, you got too much money to be doing this, bro. Like I hope this is a spoof. I hope this is a joke because that already tells me that you're not taking this seriously and we, we need, we need you to take this seriously. Right. And I, I get to listening to it. I cut it on, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't run to it. I wanted to be able to sit down. You know, I was getting my head cracked and maddened by the homeboy Jay Free, listening to the to the to the album. Shout to him. Um Champagne Champagne poetry came on. I'm like, okay, I like what this is going. I like the sample. And then I, I did like Pop Poppy's home. But it's just it's just kind of weird, like, and I know there's like some internal beef and other shit that we don't know about behind the scenes going on, like that's probably real foul to somebody out there, but I, I like that, but yeah, it's 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 cool. Um, when he said that the the whole I'm a lesbian tune line, I thought that was a fringe uh, execution. well. I don't know. Correct. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they have the in Canada, know. but we might need to find out who <laughs> who's in charge of Canada. Like De- Demar Rosen, does he got, like pool out? Oh, oh man, fucking Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> can we can we make a phone call? <laughs> that was problematic, right? I was like, and I and even in my head, I'm like, you know what? There might be some some double, triple entendres, and I'm like, as a heterosexual male, I don't know what situation that I would ever call myself a lesbian, and it would be okay. Like I don't like okay. Cause Maybe. like heterosexual, heterosexual males already like women, right? So I'm just like I don't yeah. know. I need to go to rap G. Let me go to G yes, to see what they say. I, I, you, I, know I, what? you know what? I, <laughs> that line reminded me of a camera line when he was like,
4: You like girls, me too. What a cool you can be. And I was like, Yeah, that's kind of camera. Okay.
0: That's different though, like, but he didn't call he didn't call himself.
3: No, the thing the is bad.
0: there's a spectrum though, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs>
3: I get I, I get that bar off if I'm like drunk and I'm 22 in the club. That's when you say that, not at 34 or 35. That's not when you get that bar off. That's a 22 <laughs> year old bar.
4: Well, Drake is an immature motherfucker, bro. I mean,
3: <laughs> well, well, I, what what you I, say? I, well, I, can, we, r- can we talk about that? Can we talk about the album cover? Can we stick on that real quick? Because I, I felt like in the the last couple of his albums, like his album covers, have been like. Genius, I guess, marketing in a way, because like you said, it just it's just a bunch of uh, emojis, pregnant emojis that anybody could do like uh, uh, Fashion Nova put one out where it's just the pregnant emojis, but with the with Fashion Nova clothes on it. And then Mari did one where it's like, you know, who's the father with a bunch of pregnant like everybody's doing like every NFL team, every NBA team put out something like that the so yeah put that shit out i was dying yeah, my so like what are you doing so we look at these album covers and like the album cover is terrible but in this day and age album covers don't really matter that much it's all about engagement getting people to talk about it getting uh tweets clicks all that stuff and jerk drake has been a genius with that lately when you look at this album cover it's everywhere um, with uh, the album cover for Views, where it was just him sitting on the sitting on whatever's in Toronto. All of a sudden, it's just him sitting somewhere else. It's him sitting on a on on the rim at a basketball game. It's him sitting in the stands. Uh, if you're reading this, is too late. People still use that font on certain things where it's just like, hey, if you're reading this, the Falcons just blew another lead type steal type oh, deal.
4: Okay. So, no, sorry. Let me, <laughs> let me <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll get back to that. Let me let me let me let me finish this. <laughs> So I'm listening, I'm listening, and and we'll deep dive into this, but actually after this, I'm just stop talking, let you guys talk, but and we'll talk about this more. But the track track number seven. Track number seven. Track number seven. And I think track number seven on title is the top track for him. It is. Suggest new. Bad track. bitch
1: bad. Hey
3: boy. Oh, Betty bad season. Baddie bad season. Bad season.
0: When I when I heard that shit, I was like. We deserve, we deserve we deserve more shit. we deserve better Better than whatever like, it's a fun song and then I saw the video I'm like oh okay it, yeah. I mean, it makes sense but dog like you my hot take is way too sexy is a song that logic would do and get killed for ooh that is a song he would.
1: Everybody Ooh, loved logic, the song. First off, logic is gonna get killed for any music musician. That's well, especially that's, if he like, uses the word biracial. So. But I'm just saying, like that song was
0: ridiculous. The video is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, what are we doing? Okay, what
1: happened? Yeah, with yeah,
3: yeah, done, it just gets the people
1: going. What happened? Ha- what, ha-
3: ha- what happened with the Hotline Bling video? People still use that template. They still mean that. It's still mean to death. He knows what he's. De- Drake is a strategic. Marketing genius with everything with his video, he doesn't take. I'm himself not denying seriously. that, but like this is where we're at, I man. I don't That's need. It. I don't need strategic marketing
0: from the person that people say is the greatest rapper in the world right now. I want you to rap in this. You don't need this,
3: to. You don't need to do this. You're you're in, already rich, dog. Like just in rap. the in, in the internet age, it it matters. It's like Drake. he's. He's trying to get everything. It, it's just it's just like, hey, why does Marvel put out multiple trailers to a movie? Everybody's going to go see it. Whatever. But they still feel the need to be like, oh, we still need to market these movies. Because there's if, if they spend $20 million on a budget and that brings, you know, five extra people to the theaters, and they're like, yeah, we got them. We got you for life. And that's kind of what Drake is. He's like, if I can get you in, if I can get everybody in, you guys are in here for life. You know he's trying to get everyone.
0: That's a little bit different. It's a little apples and oranges, but I, I kind of get what you're saying. They're
3: both still fruits.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I liked way too sexy. I, I like the video. Right, it's just automatic banger
1: I only like it because Young Thug is there. So, <laughs> Jeff Wait, wait what did you say? I said I'm only here for Young Thug. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, gonna, yeah, I I'm agree. Gonna re, I'm going to replay the song a lot, but please know it's you know the chords is going to grow because. It's a, it's a repetitive, of uh, course. Of course, you're gonna that is a classic. And then I'm just gonna fast forward right to the younger
3: "Boom," go crazy. It's just a simple, fun song. Like, and this is—I I think this is—I just started this. This is my problem with the release of the album. Like, is this way too sexy during the summertime? Wearing swimsuits that come up to come up to my thighs, man. Yo, know, y'all wouldn't be able to tell me nothing. But now it's now it's September. You know what I'm saying? It's getting a little chilly outside. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't rock this. I can't rock to this right now. I can't be out here showing my thighs to this when it's chilly outside. I can't live like that. I need this. I need it. Where was this during the summer? I needed this during the summertime. I needed that because I was outside. I was uh, outside Dying out and everything. Drake
4: from Canada, bro. It be snowing up there. You ain't got no winter drip, bruh. That nigga live in Atlanta. <laughs> that well? Yeah, well in
1: Houston. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, what,
0: what who, wants to get, who wants to get their, their take on CLB? And, and, and I know it sounded slanderous, but I don't think the album's bad. But I think we'll probably all come to the same conclusion that with, with Drake, it's just it's, an, it's another Drake album. There, there's really nothing new to really get from this. Hey, he puts out bangers. He you knows how to market. He puts out you know, a couple of songs for the Instagram cash. He puts out some songs that have some bars in it. You know, he, he shoots some shots at people, sneak disses or disses or whatever. But there's really no, and I hate to be this guy. Well, no, I'm not going to be this guy because we do this to well, a lot of people, just women women artists. but there's no growth. It's just kind of, uh, you know, hey, Drake dropped another album. It's going to do numbers. We all know this. Tell me something new. But whoever wants to go next.
2: I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it off here because... You know, I've been accused of being an Aubrey Angel at certain points in my life. So the first thing when it comes to the album cover um, at two or three in the morning when you're, you know, bogged into apple and you're half sleep and you see a bunch of emoji women blinking at you. That's a very scary thing. So I thought I was definitely having an acid trip or had inhaled some bad smoke. But you know how we get that. So kicking it into the album first, I want to give a shout out to the homie Schizo Bangs, because I was getting flamed up all week for my take on Drake not having a classic album. Uh, people referred various albums to me. I listened to it, some of the stuff kind of grew on me, some of the stuff I felt the same. Uh, take care of being one of them. Um, I didn't like it at first and then I kind of figured out why I didn't used to like Drake and why I like him now. So if you follow Drake's career, his sound, really was perfected around the time of if you're reading it, this is too late, or maybe take not take care of the one right after take care. Um, and that was when I really started to like him. So that's why I didn't like him early on. So getting to this album, CLB, this is no hot take. I feel like this is the most complete album he's dropped. Um, as a fan of rap, we wanted to hear Drake rap. We want you to give us bars. That's what we want. He gave us bars, you know. what I'm saying some people they felt like he overdid it. Uh, to me, seven seven a.m. on Burle Path. That's the Drake I want every track. Like Drake, he'll show you sometimes. Look, when it comes to going toe-to-toe with these niggas, I'm on my own and I'm I'm in my own lane. You know, he took that track, he dominated. Um, Champagne Poetry was good, Poppy's Home is good. Girls want girls. You know, like I said with Lil Baby earlier, he touches the track, it's gold. Like, at first, I was kind of like, Oh, this isn't all that. He came on, saved the song because I didn't really care for the beat as much. Uh, in the Bible was another song that it started out, I was like, I don't know if I like this one. And ultimately, when Dirk came on, I was like, Man, this song slaps. Like, just said, dude, um, love all. I didn't necessarily care for the J-verse. I felt like it's another instant where he mailed it in. He does do that sometimes, but he's an all-time great. Uh, Fair Trade, that was when I was like, okay, you know, this this album's going in the direction I needed to go. Um, Way Too Sexy, I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. You know, TSU, I like, you know, Screw Music. It took me back to old folk, so I was definitely loving that. Uh, into deep, kind of the same way Pipe Down was good, Yeba's Heartbreak. Didn't even know the hell Yeba, Yeba, Yoda, Boba is. I, I don't know, but the shit sounded great. Favorite song on this was definitely going to be Knife Talk. And the thing that killed me was for Project Pat to be a southern legend and to have arguably a couple of you know hood classics, not classic classics in the general concept, but just hood classics. It was so many people that didn't know who Project Pat was, and that was concerning for me. Uh, I feel like that was an internet
0: thing, though. I think like one person said it and saw that they got attention for it. And I'm not saying there aren't people that don't know who Project Pat is, but 3-6 like, Mafia has influenced so, so much of the music in the
2: last shit. Okay, thank you, sir. It's my turn to talk. So I just got know what? I'm not going
0: to say what I was going to say because this is a Christian value-based podcast, but I think people are using that for cloud, But Go ahead.
2: I just felt like at the end of the day, this dude, he's been a part of so many classic songs, classic hits, street hood classic stuff. So it was good to finally see him get his uh, props. But one of my favorite things about the song was the ability that i seen... With the boy 21 Savage, 21 Savage, I would probably say that dude is underrated. Like, I talked to one of my hood niggas, and he was like, Man, look, look, bro, look, uh, the nigga 21 Savage, bro, he got two classes. And that was when I was like, Okay, you know, we need to calm the class and talk down. He definitely has two or three three great albums. And I like to see the way that he switched his style to mirror Project Pats. And then he still came on the track and wrecked it. So like, just and I mean, I don't want to go by track by track, but to me, it was a well put together uh, thing. You know, like it, it was something that I wanted to hear from Drake. Um, the thing that I liked the most is it was cohesive and it was well put together overall. It never feels too long. So definitely that's a Drake album. That I would say if we're going to nominate one to be a classic, this will be the one that I chose.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna do that'm uh, <laughs> that I like I, I really I really enjoyed wow. the the album I um I personally enjoyed the rollout that came with it how he uh announced like hey hey New York the goat is on CLB or hey Houston the hometown hero was on this or hey Memphis project Pat like I liked I like what Drake is doing I, I know we're more so on the music now but it hit his marketing strategy hasn't missed yet for me when it comes to his albums. So what I do when like the big names drop is I like to go to the beginning of their career and uh, listen to all their albums until like I spend the week listening to their albums. And then when Friday comes, hopefully uh, you can kind of notice some growth and how they changed and just listening to his solo album, so I'm talking about like, Thank Me Later, Take Care, Nothing Was the Same, Views, and Scorpion. I listened to those. I'm just like, How did Drake get here? Especially how he started out. Like, because Thank Me Later, I didn't think it was great. It's not, you know, the rapping really wasn't there. Uh, so far gone, even as a mixtape, was just okay. I'm just like, how did, the, how did Drake start from those two projects and end up being number one? And I'm just like, I, I didn't really get it. And another thing that kind of stuck with me going through his entire solo discography is that he raps about women a lot. Like, it's a whole lot. Like, to the point where it's almost annoying to where it's like, hey, dog, we got it, man. Like, let's, let's move on. Can we talk about anything different? And he does it in a in a great way, so I can't really fault him for that. But when I listened to it, I was like, you know what? This album sounds fine, like it's straight. Uh Houston Drake definitely showed up in this album. So like I'm I'm a fan of that version of Drake. Um, there was a couple of standouts. I I I put if we're not comparing them sonically, but like from Donda, I only added two songs to to my playlist from Certified Lover Boy, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven eight songs got added, Jesus so, Christ! Yeah, but I have, like, I have like I have like I have like different it's not like a Drake playlist, but like the Love All featuring Jay Z that goes on the Jay Z Still Got It playlist type thing. So it's it's there's a lot of different playlists that I have going, but
0: I guess that, I guess there's context. My playlist is just I do it off of whatever music I'm listening for 2021, so I just have a rolling list of like all of the stuff that I've heard this year that. I'm Like okay, I'll listen to that again. I put it on like a, a shuffle. So but yeah, yeah. I, I've been one a couple
3: of times. So like so I, I listened to this and I'm just like, you know what? I've I, I've accepted who Drake is at as an artist, and I understand where he stands at um in the game right now. And uh he is for me, I'm not I'm not putting him up there with uh Kendrick anymore. I've decided to move him down a Down a level, so now I can just take him for what he is—just a fun rapper who likes to rap about, you know, heartbreak from women that he met twenty minutes ago, uh, fast cars, uh, you know, throw a bar here or two about your kid going to strip clubs, like no real substance. So when I'm in that mindset, I'm just like, you know what? This album's great. It is great, and I like it, and I enjoy it, and I'm gonna listen to it a lot. I wish it would—I wish we'd have got it during the summertime, but. It's a, it's great.
1: Um oh, okay. I guess I'll go next. So let me start by saying like I'm not I wouldn't consider myself a Drake fan. Yes, yeah, sure. I'm not a Drake hater, because you know, you go crazy on some of those features. I thought like uh Adolphus that it's probably his best cohesive work. Like I don't think it's like, I don't think it's it's his best album, but like, as far as like sound, like the cohesive sound, like you can tell he took some time in putting this track listing together. And I don't really get that feel like from a Views or More Life. Like, a lot of those albums really felt like I'm just throwing songs on here. Um, so, this really felt like it was a, a complete album, like a, a, a complete attempt. So, I felt really good critiquing it because I'm like, all right, it, it's an album. Um, songs that stood out for me or that I kind of ran back a few times. Course, love all. I had to kind of listen to what Jay Z was saying multiple times. Um, I was one of those people that listened to the like leak little Dropbox folders, so I heard TSU previously, so I skipped it. Um, but I do like TSU. Um, love the, love the flip on Into Deep. My favorite song is Knife Talk. Um, hot take. We didn't really need Drake there. Um could have took two twenty one verses in a, in a Project Pat and Yikes. had a great time. Definitely needed more Project time. Pat on that. Needed Could've way had a great more. Could have had a great time with no Drake there. Um, but I appreciate Drake for bringing that together so that we can just only hope as we listen to the song. Um, my song, that like the song that when I did my first listening, I was just like, yo, this is going to be the song that like goes on the playlist is on the repeat. Was definitely get along better with Ty Dolla Sign. I like I'm I'm more fan of the sing singing, crooning Drake than I am like I'm tough guy Drake. Although I like do like some of the tough guy talk. Um, so that was that. But I was happy to see him and Cuddy like collab. The, oh. the last, it's as, as far as like them kind of like squashing the beef. But I real say after the. um the song with Rick Ross and Wayne. I it felt like one long song. Like those last three and I have to kind of go back and like listen to them again, but I kinda like dozed off. Like after Wayne killed his verse, song's over whatever, I'm just like, okay, next song comes on and then next thing I know, like title is suggesting another artist because we finished the album. Like I didn't even know that I finished the album. So that's probably it. Like Marcus, like I I had no expectations for Drake here. Every album before I kind of fucked myself up and put an expectation because like with marketing or with like street singles and verses it's that tough guy I can rap talk and so I'm always assuming that I'm going to get like a tough guy rap album and so I just kind of like I think this album kind of solidified that that's never coming and he knows how to feed his base and I'm not his base so I will never be fully fed but I can take know the little crumbs he throws my way and and move forward so i don't think it's a bad album i don't think even when we go back and look at it i don't think people will rank this highly in his discography um but it's it's good for the moment like compared to the last couple of years of, of music outside of the big drops like this is this 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 will be of the moment but like of the moment is like two three years like we'll take a few songs but i don't think this whole album is gonna stick like when people say the words take care or nothing with the same and their eyes like beam up i don't think this album will have that in like the next coming of years
4: all right so i mean it was a straight album i heard the j verse and i was like damn you could have took that shit off and then like, cause I was listening to it when I was at work and I seen people tweeting about it and everybody was saying like the Wayne versus fire. So I was like, all right, let me keep my ears open for that. By the time I got to it, because I was listening to it and way too sexy came on and too deep. And then Life talk, I was like, okay, these was fire. And then after everything after that, except for maybe the one, the the kind of reggae song after Mouth T- Talk was kind T- of T-
1: oh, that's Fountains
4: with oh, Tim. T- 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 yeah, T- T- Fountains with Tim's. Like, that's that's all was straight. I actually fucked with it hard, but then everything after that, I was just like, damn, this was all downhill. Not in like like a super bad way, but I feel like if he probably would have ended it with Fountains, <clears throat> that probably would have made the album better for me. But I, I mean, it was better than More Life in what was the other one? Scorpion. As far as albums go, because I fucking hated Scorpion. I don't think, and I didn't hate More Life. I just don't think More Life was my kind of album, so I never really hate on it. I was just like, yeah, this just not for more,
3: me. more Life doesn't count. It's not an album. It's a playlist. Okay.
4: Oh yeah. Oh sorry. That's fine too.
3: That's why I never. So like so, I said,
4: I never put it in that. Oh well, Drake could have kept this. Like I feel like Scorpion. Drake could have kept that shit, bro. Nobody wanted Scorpion
1: i think scorpion could have been the could have been that one but the push of t beef was so like heavy and people was on him that he had to switch up a lot of shit so i really mm. i really think scorpion had the potential because it was a couple of songs on there that if I, I think it was too long i think it was too much Pusha t talk and trying to deny the, the a baby like I mean, well, claim the baby that everyone thought you were denying. Like it was just too much going into what was going on outside of his rap career that he kind of like dropped the ball where he could have probably delivered like a fly ass album off the rip.
3: Well, I get that from a lot of his albums. I get that from a lot of uh, from yeah from Drake and uh, Nicki Minaj. Where it's like, there's a great album in there. Like if you take some of these songs off, he's probably got a classic in in this in this uh, album because. Um, when I listen to it, like it opens up, great, like champagne poetry, poppy's home. I'm like, all right, so we're we're doing this. It's gonna be good. Yes. And then, yeah. That's
0: yeah. how I felt. I'm like, can we just some the tracks? Get some production.
3: It's like, ah man, we doing this again. I, I yeah. think my my thing is just just with Drake, just with the the name of the album, Certified Lover Boy. I was like, all right, so so we're doing this. We're doing the R and B Drake. Like we're gonna get the melodic side, we're gonna get the, you know, and and I don't mind the, you know, the toxicity and all that as far as like when it comes to singing, but I was like, we're gonna get some of that moodiness, some of the dark tones, some of the stuff that 40 is really good at and try to bring that out of him. And, you know, you listen to it and it's like, you don't really get any of that until towards the middle and even at the end, but looking at the feature list, that that was probably the most disappointing thing for me about this, because Drake's been in the game for a very long time. Like he's been very successful. Having a feature, having another Jay Z feature, having another future feature, doing songs with Twenty One Savage. Like looking at Travis Scott, Ty Dolla Sign, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross. Like there's not a lot of risk taking in this. There's not a lot of chances being taken, and for me, when I hear certified lover Boy," I hear I think more romance or breakups or relationship type stuff. The lack of female voices on this album is kind of annoying. Like I feel like there should have been kind of kind of what um like what Jasmine Sullivan had, where it's like kind of back and forth relationship talk. I feel like he could have did a better version of Battle of the, Battle of the Sexes, the album that Ludacris tried to do. But there's just there's no there's no real female presence on this album. And for you to not have like an Ari Lennox on a chorus or on a hook or Janae Aiku, SZA, like you couldn't get, in. there was no female artist you could have worked with. There's no one you could have reached out. Like I know Nicki Minaj is on the second song but she doesn't rap at all. But like, I I feel like I needed that. I feel like that was a, that was an easy, that was a, I feel like that was a layup to be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do more R&B stuff. I'm gonna do more singing type stuff. And I'm going to, I, I'm going to do an album that only features female artists. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that could work. So even with with the the uh, girls want girls song, like yeah, if you want to keep that song, keep that on there and do that. But I feel like, and, and this is no shot at Lil Baby, but it's just like we're gonna put Lil Baby on everything. Every Lil Baby's gonna be on any, everybody's album because it's just like that nigga high right now. So I, he probably I, is be but you're But you're also Drake. So you're hot too. So you don't need to get hot because you're already hot. You don't need... And he he even raps about that where he's like, you know, people are doing these certain things to stay hot. And it's like, Drake, you're doing the same thing by working with a little baby. But say, I feel like that that lesbian bar, like, hey, she, like, she said she liked girls and I'm like, me too or whatever. That bar is a lot harder if it's coming from young, young Ma, Young M.A. You let Young M.A. say that, that shit sounds way different. Let her get 16 in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I just feel like he's not trying. He's not trying, and that's why that's why I had to knock him down. Like you're, you're no but, longer in that conversation for me.
1: But here's the argument. So like, I feel like we're all coming from this perspective of being like music lovers and having standards. But like, if I'm an artist and I can literally continue to package the same thing, I, forty flipping verse. I mean, flipping old songs. I'm doing a little crooning. I'm throwing a shot at somebody that you don't know. I'm talking to this i'm packaging the same thing over and over and y'all eating it up i'm number one he about to have 10 tracks on the top billboard top 100 this week like in in the top 25 or something like that something crazy like he's gonna have like the top 10 he got like nine songs or some shit so it's like they eating it up why change and i think that's where i had to like finally take that that pressure off drake like i get it why would i do anything different I, I personally I would respect it more because we can go look at people that they consider his counterparts and see them trying shit sonically. Did it work every time? It's subjective. Who knows? But we can point out Kendrick trying different shit. You can point out J. Cole trying different shit. What has Drake done differently? And when he does allegedly try something sonically, it's something that's already been proven to work. You go make an Afrobeat or a like we know these things these things work you went, you, Drum had a, Drum had a top chart, uh, chart and song. We, it was working. You went and took it. May Highline Bling. Amazing song. <laughs> Grammy award winning. But it's like, what are you doing sonically? That's like, like when we really look back, like, and, and, and I want everybody that listens to it, like listen to this podcast, like when we really go back, what are we giving Drake? Like what has Drake done sonically that's changed? Like, and I'm not saying that Drake and me goes on the same thing. Right. But at one point, Everybody was trying to rap like the Mio. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had some type of influence over the culture. Like, what, what real influence has he had sonically? Like, we can talk about him putting on people, like, because, like Marcus said, he got on somehow. Like, he became the nigga somehow. I don't know. But I respect it. But it's, like, outside of him just being his name, like, sonically, what has he done to merit all of this, like, praise?
0: Yeah, it's... He has a, a, a very large following, but um r- real quick, uh, as far as you brought up 40, did y'all see the little R. Kelly controversy?
1: Yeah, was that real? Was the that, it was Photoshop? so I didn't look at it. Was it real?
0: I mean, Rolling Stones put out a oh, article... Okay. They're pretty reputable, oh, I say, guess.
1: Oh, before we get on like that pedal stuff, um, if you are watching this on YouTube, go to, hey. uh, hey. go to the com number one ninety two. So we did a Drake certified uh lover boy playlist, and it's all the like sappy crooning love songs and stuff. So yeah. I am
0: doing, doing that right channel. now. And it's
1: on Apple Music title and Spotify, so go run it up. Yeah, a,
0: a, a quick <laughs>
1: A little, a, little, a little promo, little. I'm like a little dirt, like a little dirt, you know. I gotta drop a little promo for myself in
0: there. Yeah, so. man. All y'all people out here listening to podcasts and you know, support black businesses, man. Like y'all go ahead and retweet all these stupid ass posts of shit we've seen 35,000 times. Support your local black artists, man. Support your local DJs, podcasters, all that stuff. Like I know the one little tweet is corny, but like it's like, oh, it costs zero dollars to retweet. It's corny, but it's true. Like Again, y'all retweet the same video 85 times. Retweet somebody that you fuck with content-wise. And then when we get rich, we'll, uh, we'll give you like a promo code and you get like 50% off something. But you gotta, gotta, pay, gotta pay it forward. But anywho, yeah, a little R. Kelly thing. Uh, long and short is, I guess in the song TSU, uh, he got there's R. Kelly credits on the song because it sampled half of the baby at some point, maybe some of the lyrics. And some people were saying like, Hey, it's not a big deal. Um, I guess it is a big deal to them because OVO, uh, Twitter or Instagram released a statement about it. So I guess they felt the heat. And this is funny cause I was thinking the other day, cause R Kelly to come up in relation to Leah's new, her catalog being back on streaming services. And I was like, I bet Drake could do something involving R Kelly and not get canceled. Well, it, it looks like that kinda sorta has happened. And there's some people like, hey, it's not a big deal. You know, you can't even hear R. Kelly. Um, then there's the other side of the coin. It's like, hey, well, he he made a choice to do this. Like, he could have done something else, right? So this goes to the whole, quote, unquote, cancel culture. It's like, well, shit, you know, you, you mess with R. Kelly, you're hashtag canceled. But it, nobody's canceling Drake. But I, I don't know. I feel like if you wanted to, if you're Drake, you probably could have put, like, five other songs that didn't involve R. Kelly in that slot. But, you know do you player
1: so the thing is so the issue is og ron C has um the, like he's on the intro and apparently from the screenshot was like oh it's a r kelly instrumental like so you, and, and he said in the little post like that you can faintly hear it. like you really can't even hear it my issue like i'm not on the cancel culture thing but i'm just kind of on the side too of like we could have done something different. Like, OG Ron T is alive and well. This nigga just put promo out that he's dropping the uh, CLB Chop and Slop, like, I think on Tuesday. So it's like, why couldn't we just had him record, re-record the sample that he did and just put it on, on the top of it? Like, I, I think, I don't know. I don't, I'm not mad, per se. Like, I'm not canceling Drake. But it's just like, it was a way around it. Like, we didn't have to do this.
3: It could have been a lot easier. It could have been handled a lot better. I mean, I didn't really see too yeah. much of it, but I mean, it's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I did see a tweet. Someone said that you could put a, uh, like pretty much every song on Certified Lover Boy on views, and they all kind of sound the same. Like when you when you go through his his catalog as a solo artist, like a lot of these songs sound redundant they sound the same so you could put you could put a few songs from certified lover boy on nothing was the same and put some songs from take care on certified lover boy and you can't really tell like hey is this is this 2017 drake or is this 2021 drake is this 2011 drake because you can't you can't do that with artists that grow uh whether it be production-wise or lyrically wise like for jay-z for instance you can't put songs from 444 on uh in my lifetime and it sound the same you can't do that with kendrick lamar you can't put songs from to a butterfly on section 80 and be like okay well those sounds exactly the same they all sound they have a different sound and drake to his credit has found a sound that works for him and that is profitable like he he has discovered the big mac he's found the big mac and he's going to keep giving you that big mac and it's going to sell like hotcakes he's just going to keep giving you that big mac for the rest of your life, and it's gonna sell. And I'm not, get suit, bro. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying I'm mad at him. I just I feel like he's got something better in him. I feel like he, he is shortchanging himself as an artist, and he is shortchanging his fans as consumers. Like we know that you're we know that you can rap, we know that you can sing, but you're not doing it to your potential. You're not giving us the best that you have, and that, I feel like that's what. Fans of music want. They want us. They we want your best work. Put out your best effort. Or try something different. One of the two, or maybe even both, because that's kind of what Kendrick did with to Pimper Butterfly. He tried something different and he gave us his best. And it worked out. Kanye West did the same thing with Yeezus and with AOA. It's like you're trying something different and you're taking a chance. And Drake is, I don't know if he, I'm not gonna say he's scared, but what he's doing is profitable. So why why would you change? Like he 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 broke like Apple streaming music records. I'm pretty sure he broke Spotify records, billions of streams a day. Way too sexy. Got my thing half, is this, a million and a half views in six hours. Like, why do something different?
2: If you're LeBron James, why do you have to do something different? He's at he's at the peak. He's the best of the best. I mean, what else? That's the he thing. Can take he's not.
1: Pants, and that's that's what. But I mean, look at. Using LeBron James, LeBron, we see LeBron James in the gym. We see LeBron James working out. We see him going hard. What the fuck? What What the fuck is Drake doing to quote unquote sharpen this deal to be the LeBron? He's James doing game? seven
2: a.m. in Bertle Path yeah. where he is. I mean, but at wrong. the same time, bro, we've seen really? LeBron also
4: <laughs> gain weight, lose weight, change some of his game. We yeah, never that, seen Drake do that,
2: none that, of that. He doesn't that, have to. He's that, he's the best rapper shit. we have, right? You know now. what? That. It's
4: it's not Drake's fault because it's. It's yes. the fans walk because his fans are okay with Drake yes. being the
2: same dude. Drake is the best rapper there is. And you know what? I'm going to say something because uh, one of the brothers that has been on this podcast, uh, Eric Robinson, um, Trey Young had said, you know, at what point are we going to pass the, the mantle or pass the baton from Jay-Z to Drake? The time is now. Drake is at the top of his game. He is the best out right now. Like, I've seen – up.
0: We will not have that foolishness on my podcast. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not when doing it, that. When it comes to when it comes
3: that. to when it comes to the LeBron comparison, like you can look at LeBron's first stint in Cleveland and then look at how he played in Miami. Two totally different styles. LeBron, like that one. nigga
4: was that nigga was a fucking animal in Miami. But he,
3: he was he LeBron was way more different. Than, Yeah, way more post plays, way a way better defender. He is the best in the game
2: right now. And for the next 10 years, it's Drake, Drake, Drake. Just like your boy, Academic, said, my top five is Drake, 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 Drake. Like top 13 right there. He's great. And then he fell asleep while listening to the album.
4: I cannot wait until I get to the point where I can say, Drake and Jay-Z are the same person, and they are both overrated as fuck.
2: Not like, Drake, right. take that fucking uh, spot,
4: uh, I'm uh, 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 leaning uh, towards uh, it now because uh, I honestly uh, view them niggas at the same light right now, and I'm just going to be like, that nigga Drake overrated now. Nah, I can't stand that nigga. Yeah, so, Y'all already know how I feel about that nigga from Brooklyn.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. My song of the week, because like, I'm about to go eat some sushi. Um, let's see. Uh, If you want to listen to something that's not Drake or Kanye West, because, again, that's the popular thing to do online is when a popular artist drops, you have to immediately say, I hate them. I can't stand Drake. Oh, Kanye West had a MAGA hat. Oh, I don't like them. Retweet me. Retweet me. I have nothing interesting to say because I'm a loser. If you want to listen to some different music, um, listen to "Hitler Wears Hermes 8 by Westside Gun. My song of the week comes from that album. It's called Right Now. With West Side Gun, Stove God Cooks, and Jadakiss. If you have not listened to Stove God Cooks, Reasonable Drought, you are missing out. Stove God Cooks is that dude. Troubles, do you listen to Stove God? You're you're muted, Queen. Queen.
3: Queen. (laughs) My My bad, my bad. bad. I do
1: listen to him, but it took me, it took a while for me to get there. Like, I wasn't. I I didn't. I had to train my ears. I literally had to train my ears to
0: it. He's different. He's different. His his
2: flow his
1: flow I
0: is look different. Look
2: at the Vince Staples. His
0: his his flow Deep is
1: different. L?
0: Like, are you promoting L on the- <laughs> Hey man, shout out, shout out to Stove Jesus. Like he he be out there he out there spitting man. Him and Westside just need to drop like a a project together just because they do great together on the the songs they're on. So I'd like to hear a full Westside Gun Stove Guy Cooks project. Hopefully that's in the works. So but anywho, that's
4: all I got.